This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana. Shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Getting pre-qualified takes less than two minutes. Then see your real terms as you shop. Visit Carvana to finance your dream car the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. The Federal Aviation Administration has ordered the grounding of all Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes after a plane in Portland, Oregon, made an emergency landing last night. From member station OPB, Joni Auden-Land reports. The FAA's announcement comes after an Alaska Airlines flight was forced to conduct an emergency landing in Portland, Oregon. Photos circulating online show a giant hole in the side of the aircraft after part of the fuselage blew out. No passengers or crew were injured on the flight. Aviation officials say more than 170 aircraft will undergo safety inspections before they can return to the air. United and Alaska Airlines have the most 737 MAX 9 aircraft in their fleets. Alaska Airlines had already announced plans to ground its planes after the incident. It's unclear for now how many delays or cancellations customers may see in the coming days. For NPR News, I'm Joni Auden-Land in Portland, Oregon. A former top executive at the National Rifle Association has admitted wrongdoing and agreed to pay a $100,000 fine. The deal is part of a corruption lawsuit against the NRA, set to go on trial on Monday in New York. NPR's Brian Mann has more. Joshua Powell was chief of staff to NRA CEO Wayne LaPierre, but in recent years he's turned against the organization, telling NPR in a 2020 interview the NRA used unethical tactics to raise money. The term pour gasoline in the fire is from Wayne's lips to God's ears. It's very easy to raise money off of fear. Powell and four others were accused of misusing $64 million in donor funds to the pro-gun group. In a statement, New York Attorney General Letitia James says Powell's admission proves, quote, the NRA and its senior leaders are financially corrupt. LaPierre, who denies wrongdoing, announced Friday he's resigning from the NRA. This trial is expected to move forward on Monday. Brian Mann, NPR News, New York. It was three years ago today that Trump supporters stormed the Capitol, attempting to stop Congress from certifying that Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election. The FBI announced its agents raided a ranch in Groveland, Florida today and captured three people wanted in that attack. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is on another diplomatic mission, his fourth in three months, to meet with allies on the Israel-Hamas war. He started the trip today in Turkey and went on to Greece, where he met with the prime minister and stressed that the conflict should not be allowed to expand throughout the region. We have an intense focus on preventing this conflict from spreading. Uh, And a big part of the conversations we'll be having over the coming days with all of our allies and partners is looking at the steps that they can take using the influence and ties that they have uh, to do just that. Blinken said the U.S. is also committed to diffusing tensions in the region and to find a way for people to live in peace and security. This is NPR News in Washington. Abortion rights activists in Florida say they've collected enough signatures to place on the November ballot an amendment guaranteeing the right to an abortion. But the state attorney has filed a legal challenge saying the wording of the amendment is misleading. A judge in Northern California has restarted criminal proceedings in the case of a former UC Davis student charged with fatally stabbing two people and attempting to kill a third last spring. 
He appeared briefly in court yesterday for the first time since he was judged unfit to stand trial. Cap Radio's Kate Wolf reports. Carlos Reales Dominguez was studying at UC Davis until last April when he was expelled. The stabbings took place shortly thereafter over the course of a week. In August, a judge ruled that Dominguez was incapable of understanding and assisting in his defense. He's been receiving treatment for schizophrenia at a California state psychiatric hospital for the last three and a half months. Recently, doctors said he was mentally fit to stand trial. Dominguez faces three felony charges for the killings of 50-year-old David Bro, 20-year-old Kareem Abu Najim, and the attempted murder of Kimberly Guillory, all residents of the town of Davis. The preliminary hearing will start next month. For NPR News, I'm Kate Wolf in Sacramento. House Speaker Mike Johnson sent a letter to the White House today inviting President Biden to deliver his annual State of the Union address to Congress on March 7th. That date is after two critical deadlines for Congress to act to avert a government shutdown. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.